My Eagle enthusiasts, it's Fairway Rolling, presented by FanDuel. Major season is here, and you can get in on all the long drives, big putts, and major moments with FanDuel. Check out live PGA Tour bets like longest drive, round leaders, matchups, birdie or better, and more. Plus, track every shot in the app and watch select par three holes while you place your bets. Download the app today and bet with FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 years old or older and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Evernorth Health services. Costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and Evernorth is doing everything in their power to make that possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best. It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that'll benefit your bottom line. It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because they're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions, that's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey, everybody. Did you notice that Chrome Soft Truvis rolling around at St. Andrews with Tom Watson shooting his age and almost shooting his age two days in a row? It was pretty cool stuff. But hey, you know how I love the Truvis. I got some with the old course logo on it, but forget that. Go to CallawayGolf.com. Check out the Callaway Customs, what you can do with a Chrome Soft. Really cool stuff. It's right there on the homepage. You can't miss it. Get that graphene in your bag, that uh, soft cover. You're going to love it. The dual core, the whole package. Check it out. Go to CallawayGolf.com and customize away. You're going to have a blast. Yeah, feel free to throw a Shaq house on there. I've got some. We just can't play together, Shaq. You if can't I, lose If them, you play with the, the Shaq problem. house and I play with the Shaq house, I guess I'll have to put a little insignia on there with my Sharpie. Well, you could also view it as a, as it's almost a, a kind of a business opportunity by sprinkling them through the roughs as I, I did through Scotland. I could have done some good advertising for the show. Oh, anyway. I wish I had known. I've been sprinkling them all over the East oh, Coast oh, this oh, spring, believe me. Oh. Today, today's show, Shaq, also brought to you by our good pals at Proper Cloth. Friends, are you having trouble finding shirts that fit at propercloth.com? Ordering custom shirts has never been easier. You create your custom shirt size by answering 10 easy questions. The shirts start at 80 bucks and are delivered in just two weeks. That's great customer service for a low price. Perfect fit is guaranteed. If a shirt doesn't fit, they're going to remake it for free. That makes the whole process risk-free. For premium quality, perfect fitting shirts, my friends, visit propercloth.com slash shackhouse and use gift code shackhouse to get $20 off your first custom shirt today. And now let's go to the shackhouse. House greetings from the uh, beautiful United States of America again. It's the WGC Bridgestone Week. I know you've had this one penciled on your calendar all year long. Actually, you didn't until Tiger decided to qualify and make it. It's going to be a fun week at Bridgestone. It did. It did change some things. Tiger uh, jumping oh, did it in, and and I will tell you something, Shaq. First of all, welcome back to the United States. Thank it you. felt like you were gone for a month. I'm glad that you made it back safely. I do want to ask you a question, a very quick aside before we jump into the Firestone and Tiger. Did you play that little course with the hickory sticks? <laughs> hickory clubs, yes. You can call them whatever you want. Well, it sounds like a, an appetizer or something when you say hickory sticks, uh, which is probably what you were thinking. Yeah, of course I did. What, 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 what do you think? I walked around with them and then just played my Callaways. 
Uh, and by the way, can I just say I love Hickory Golf, but can I, a word of advice to anybody out there who who's interested in Hickory Golf? Don't try to mix Hickory and modern technology in the same round. It is not an attractive site for the golf swing. They do take different golf swings. Uh, I learned a very valuable lesson at Kilspindy. Uh, I apologize to my playing partners for that. But yeah, that's a cool little course I played. Well, what was the mix? What did you do? What was the mistake? Oh, I took I well, I took a push cart and I played with I, I had my little hickory bag. You could put I have two small bags and then I had my full bag of of normal clubs with my, you know, my rogue fairway woods and my epic driver and my my modern technology and and then I tried to hit some shots occasionally with the the hickories just because I had just gotten this playable set and uh, it's just not a good idea. It's, oh, okay. it, it leads to very ugly things, but with both sets of clubs. So it threw me off the rest of the trip. But uh, yeah, I did. I played this place called King Garrick. It's about 15, 20 minutes from St. Andrews. And it, it's, uh, I'd played there years ago with Jeff Ogilvie and Mike Clayton and Lawrence Donegan. And uh, we had had a blast there and I went back and it was great to see. It's, it's designed to kind of take you back to a certain time. It's on this estate. Uh, that has kind of a whole Downton Abbey thing going. There's a, there's a, they give tours and and it's a it's a beautiful estate. And then they had built a golf course on it a, around the turn of the uh, 20th century. And so they brought that back uh, uh, eight years ago. And uh, I wanted to go back and revisit it. It was beautiful. It was great fun. I'm glad you did. It was an incredible thing to see on the Instagram. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to being in your company when I can, you can show me some of the other pictures. I know you didn't put all 50 pictures that you took up on the Instagram, but it was yeah, such yeah, a yeah. cool, you know, I, the, the layout, the way it looks, it's it takes, well, it, you know, <laughs> Scotland and 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 that entire sort of links proposition uh, to a whole nother level. So I, I just enjoyed it. So I wanted to get oh, the, yeah. the, the first-hand account having a experienced it but um speaking of first-hand accounts you were there live and in person for the open championship we talked about it at the conclusion last week you came home uh the middle of the week last week um have you caught your breath yet i have i have and now i'm just you know holding my breath hoping that your nats give up a few relievers uh oh, my team you? and, and uh, i'll be in really great shape we're not sighing. We're not. We're not in a selling mode. We're in a buying mode. We're buyers today, Shaq. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. That's no, it. I'm very excited. I'm. I'm uh, re-energized. It, it, it helps a lot though. The Tigers playing this week in Bridgestone well, because you know House. Okay. I don't want to be a, a a downer, but this is the end of an era. This is the last event at Firestone. That's a PGA Tour event. They're going to have a Champions uh, event. Uh, but this is sort of the golf equivalent of the end of of multi-purpose stadiums the the three rivers the uh just you name it the astroturf the um that that era of of uh multi-purpose soulless uh kind oh, of architecture and, and not a baseball very kind analogy you're drawing and not a very well, you know it is. you're talking I mean, about the, the astroturf at the vet and, and i mean firestone and next week at bell reeve and the pga championship are are kind of uh from that same era not coincidentally where bigger was better and um, and we, and, and I just think that the game is kind of moving on in a new direction and, and Firestone, you know, has been a very important part of, of American golf tournament history. And it's, it's hosted, I mean, it hosted three PGAs between 1960 and 1975, and it had the American golf classic and, uh, all sorts of, of, uh, made for TV events. And, and then of course the world series of golf and which became, the uh, Bridgestone event that we are uh, saying goodbye to this week. And, and obviously Tiger will be sad to see it go. And I'm, I'm glad he made it there and I think he's going to win, uh, and send it off in style. But it, it also is, is kind of a, a time in uh tournament golf that I, I won't miss these kind of big, uh, long places that are, that are, uh, sort of devoid of, of, uh, some of the, the more interesting kinds of golf holes we've, we've come to love. And, and I think the players are pretty much of the, the same views. So I feel okay. bad for the people of Akron, uh, cause they've been uh, great supporters of this event. Uh, and, uh, you know, they've, they've given us some, some great thrills through the years and great crowds and great energy, but, uh, it's also probably something we're going to Take note of the next couple of weeks that uh, Bell Reeve also a Robert Trent Jones uh, design and, and are, is probably you know hosting its last significant event in our lifetime. So uh, it's just a it's just a change of tastes and and uh, desires of of those who host tournaments uh, going forward. 
Well, I will say um, Firestone has been a hell of a test, and it has produced unbelievable champions. I went back and looked at the last six or seven years of winners at this event, and it's it's five major winners, along with you know Hideki, who won last year with a 61, and Shane Lowry, who finished second at, at Oakmont yeah. in the U.S. Open. But otherwise, listen to this list of winners. We have DJ, Rory, Tiger, Keegan Bradley, who, you know... Uh, Flash yeah, in the pan yeah, yeah. a little bit early in yeah. his career, but he's rounding back into form. He had a really nice performance in Canada, and he loves this place. Uh, and Adam Scott was one, one in 2011. That's a that's a lot of pedigree right there. It's also a lot of distance off the tee there too. <laughs> Pretty consistent uh, thread, but it's also a it's also a group of people who. Who, when they're driving well, drive it both long and and pretty accurately. And and Tiger's, I think, back in that uh, category. Although he won there, hitting some some real quackers too. Um, but he loves it; it fits his eye. And and all those guys will tell you that this week it fits their eye, which is uh, uh, you know good for them. That's uh, if a course fits their eye, that's always a good sign. Well, and a uh, testament to the quality of, of the venue, also. And I was mm, I understand yeah. your architectural point, but you know. Uh, yeah. It is bringing out great players, great play by great players, right? I mean, mo- most of the time, the winning yeah. score at this yeah. event, uh, you know, you have to get right. It's 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 a guy that that just crests double digits under par, and it's it's typical. Last year was uh, you know pretty typical performance. Half the field finished over par, and uh, you know more than half the field just over, and then uh, then the rest a little bit under. And, yeah, and, and and some of my issues have been with setup. They've gotten carried away with the rough some years, and and even one year Tiger had to had to kind of say something, and and it's just not necessary. It's it's got enough going on that it it seems like overkill. So well, that'll be an interesting thing to see what what we get setup wise because it has varied there quite a bit. And if they uh, show up, I haven't seen any reports yet, but if they show up with some some silly high rough, that uh, that'll that'll make some people grumpy. Um, but I don't think they will. They've kind of also learned. I think the the rule staff uh, learned from that that uh, Firestone can hold its own without uh, chip out rough. Um, but fingers uh, crossed. You got me. I wanted to say one thing about Tiger. Why I'm bullish on him this week that I I kind of had a chance to reflect on the Open Championship. Um, and two things that I we didn't get to talk about in our our Open episode that stood out for me and why why I think he'll he'll win this week. Uh, and why I'm just just bullish on his game going forward if he stays healthy. Uh, number one, Carnusti, I don't think fit his eye and his. Uh, he never once said that. Um, and the fact that he played as well as he did there on a course that I don't think, yeah, you know, he he is very much a horse for course, and he's he's not shy and and sharing what he likes and and what courses don't fit his eye. And Carnusti, I don't think truly fit his eye. And and when he played that sixth hole tee shot Sunday so beautifully. Uh, and then one of the people that's part of his group told me that, that he, he does not like that tee shot at all. I don't know anybody who would, especially 25 miles uh, an hour wind in your face right. and out of bounds on the left. Um, and then and the, alter- the right fairway uh, uh, is almost non-existent. They've brought it in so much that he conquered that um, not feeling like it fit his eye, I think, was was a huge thing. And then the other story I didn't get to tell you in the open uh, episode house was on the ninth hole. Um, I was I was on the left side of the fairway, and this is the far end of the course, pretty quiet. So the the crowd was as thin as you could get, and I was standing um, talking to to one of the the members of his team there, and his two children were there, and their nanny, and his girlfriend, and his uh, physio, and his uh, press guy Glenn Greenspan were all kind of standing there, and they're all in red. And really, it was only, you know, uh, every, they were the only people up against the ropes. And uh, Tiger's kids yelled at, at him, you know, something like, uh, go get him, Dad, or go get him. We, uh, you're doing great. Or it was just something kind of innocuous, but it was very sweet. And he, he did not acknowledge him. He didn't hear them. And I thought that, in hindsight, was really fascinating because he's been so attuned to, to calls out from kids in the crowds uh, this year. And it's been really cool to see him acknowledge people. But that was the first time I've I've seen one where he, he must have heard him, but he was so locked in on what he was yeah. doing, you know, nine holes to go or nine and a half holes to go in a major. And he knows the sounds of his kids' voices. Um, 
and and he just was he was all in on the shot. They were not, by the way, they were not offended. <laughs> I think they they uh, they know uh, their dad, uh, but I just thought that was really cool, and and I didn't really realize it at the time, but it was a moment where I thought, oh, okay, he's he's uh, he's taking that focus level back up a notch. He's not all the way back to the the Hogan esque thing where he's oblivious to everything but the shot at hand. But I think that's a positive uh, sign for for his game that that he because I it has felt like he's almost too. Uh, um, uh, open to kind of everything that's going on around him, and and not quite as focused on the on the golf as he used to be. So anyway, couple little analogies there as uh, for, uh, why I think it's going to be a a good run here in the in the coming weeks for him. I sure hope so. I I appreciate that uh, observation, especially on nine. I will just tell you that, uh, that I'm not surprised to hear that. That was the moment when really all the adrenaline for every golf fan, everybody watching. Yeah. Uh, was reaching kind of peak because it, it became apparent that Tiger was going to be one, two, or three on the leaderboard, you know, in that eight, nine, ten stretch, and you know everything, all the all the sentence uh, senses were were in in heightened form at that moment. I mean, I was getting the tingly touches at the end of my <laughs> fingers, Shaq. Believe so, I can only imagine Tiger out there walking and the focus that that he was feeling, um, and you know, trying to channel. Some of that old Tiger uh, juju, you know, major yeah. Sunday major juju. I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I'm, that's a really interesting analogy that you just shared. So yeah, or but uh, there are other people. Yeah, it's more of a story. It's not really an yeah, analogy. An that analogy. was that was that's my that bad. was my no no that was my bad. I used the okay. word first. Uh, <laughs> um, but there are other people playing at the Bridgestone this week, and and uh, there's actually quite a bit on the line in terms of. Of uh, well, one getting some momentum going into the PGA, getting back into uh, classic inland style golf uh, mode, and and bombing it and and hitting the ball high and uh, hitting lob wedges around the greens, and uh, then there's there's uh, obviously really only two weeks left to to make the Ryder Cup team uh, for the U.S. on points. So I think that's going to be a fun story, and it's gotten livelier. I think we'll talk about after the break with uh, <laughs> Bryson DeChambeau, uh, and of course I think it's gotten interesting with Phil. I don't, I don't, I feel like Tiger's a lock now, and I guess Jim Furyk today on Matt Adams show uh, touched on uh, Mickelson and Tiger in a way that made it pretty clear they're both on the team. But I think Phil needs to show something. And I think there's going to there's going to be a lot of attention on Phil this week. I've I've, I've heard some rumblings. There's going to be a you're going to be want wanting to watch uh, some stuff on the telecast. Uh, just just keep an eye out for that. I don't think it'll be hard to find on social media uh, when it when it gets going. Um, well, wait, wait, I don't understand. What are we talking about? I just think he. I've heard he's. Uh, it's not a Callaway thing. Uh, there's a there's a, there's going to be a television spot that that might. Uh, that might generate a little bit of discussion with. with oh, is, uh, do, we, do, we, do we need to put him into some proper cloth? Is he going to show up in yeah, another? In another? I don't know oh, about that. No, no, no. no. The, the, come, come on, on now. The, the clothes are fitting better. He finally got to a tailor yeah. or something. If and you the, say the, so. No, no, they do. They do. They okay. look better. He looked good at the open. But anyway, he did so, look good at the open. But he was making, for the most part, you know, dressed in open gear. He was in a half vest and uh, some long sleeves. And, yeah, you know, yeah. Well, that's like what a, a little nip and tuck will do with the tailor. So I think, uh, but I. <laughs> <laughs> still like to see him show some a little more form but it sounds like he's gonna he's gonna make the team so the u.s team is really an interesting scenario then for those last two well the last spot on points and then and then who makes it so that that i think will be uh, a fun story to to keep an eye on uh, and then the european team as well has some has some issues with henrik stenson and sergio garcia's play so they uh they need to show some life, and Henrik just is not healthy right now with his arm. So he he uh, he is he's playing hurt, and hopefully he's had a little time to to recuperate from the open and will be uh, refreshed. Because I I really think they need their veteran presence on that team, and and uh, they need they need to show some 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 game here the next couple uh, yeah. weeks. Sergio hurt my feelings, Shaq. You know, I I, I touted him. I. Uh... I, I bolstered his case for for yeah, all yeah. of the the lovely form that he's shown over the years at the uh, Open Championship and particularly at Carnoustie. And I thought that we'd turn the corner with a couple of those, um, you know, pretty good performances yeah. in Europe uh, uh, at the Scottish and and, uh, and uh, at the French. 
And then I, I'll, I'll be gosh darn if he didn't just go out there and, and, and poop one on out on me. I don't know what to tell you. Well, it was a golf course that just exposed any weakness in your game. And, and then that's one of the things I, I've talked to a few people. Uh, my plumber uh, wanted to, to talk about Tiger the other day, fixing my sink. Of course. Uh, he just doesn't have it on the back nine. I said, I, I just, I, I, I know it's hard to believe, but it was just a, a golf course that accentuated, especially on Sunday, the slightest, slightest mistake. And I think it's why time will be, um, will be more than kind to what Francesco Molinari did that day in terms of essentially playing. Uh, I was just, the more I think about it, it was just a, the most flawless round of golf uh, under the circumstances when you put him with Tiger, the way the wind was blowing, the firmness of it all. And it just, it took people really all week, but then especially on Sunday, uh, but even early in the week, it just took people who were a little bit off and, and it really separated the field. And that group of, of um, even though it felt like the field was bunched, probably because of the hole locations at the top, um, it was hard for somebody at the top to separate themselves. But if you really look at the scores, it really uh, spread things out. And and that was really a testament to what a, a incredible uh, test of golf it was and, and, and how sharp you had to be. And Sergio was just not sharp and several others weren't as well. I do want to um, chime in on the, the Molinari achievement because it did feel like even in the last 90 minutes of the tournament, Tom Lehman came and sat down and he was watching as Justin Rose was finishing up. And Tom made the observation, whoever gets mm. in the house at six under first, I think has a good chance to win this tournament. And then Justin went up and birdied 18 and was the first in the house at six under. Now, Rory did it also. But over that 90 minutes, it really did feel like we had a playoff coming. And it really did feel like there was going to be a bunch of, uh, a bunch of guys um, clustered around that six under number. We, we could have had three or even four players there if Molinari had faltered at all in even the least bit and and it, it could have been Shoffley it could have been you know Jordan Spieth was still uh, close enough to that number um and bo both Rose and McElroy were in the house at, at, at six under and boy oh boy did Frankie just put it down I mean all yeah. you can say is he you know the his, he had an incandescent and uh unmatched short game performance on that back nine he did, and he just every iron shot. I started thinking back to some of the holes. He just uh, he he missed uh, the ones he did miss, or the ones he played safe. He played in the perfect spots, and I think it was also interesting. The other feedback I've heard from the Open and and headed into the rest of the year is just how much people really liked him, and and uh, he's not the most dynamic character, but he something about him translated well to uh, to the audience, and maybe it's just that he's he's from uh, Italy which hasn't produced a lot of great golfers or or it's just that he's somebody different he's not uh he's not 6 uh, 3 and and hitting it uh 340 uh it just could be his kind of calm demeanor or just I think maybe that subliminal admiration that a lot of people have maybe they're not sure why but just just he had the toughest possible circumstances you can have <laughs> he's he's paired with tiger and 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 he he uh held him off and he faced those crazy last few holes maybe maybe because we're so used to all the antics on those last few holes that um that uh uh he he just kind of stood out for how well he played them um i'm not exactly sure oh by the way house i have one other story from the open i <laughs> i have to share i i don't believe i shared this uh, it's related to those last few holes at Carnoustie, and then, and then right. we'll take I'd a break. Like to hear it. All right, so uh, I'm, I'm. They had a tenth tee shuttle for the media, and uh, <laughs> on Friday I go out to pick up Tiger for the back nine, and I I get in the shuttle van, and there's Jean Vandeveld. Uh, oh. Yeah, so I'm thinking, oh, this will be fun. I get to ride out with Jean Vandeveld. I close the door. And then there's a knock on the door and there's a photographer. And I go, oh, great. All right. So I get out. I let him in, let him in the back seat. He, he's shot, uh, Vandeville one time or something. So he acts like he's his long lost buddy starts, yeah. uh, starts chatting with him and, um, you know, how you been this and that. So Jean, uh, and we're now we've just started pulling out of the parking lot. Jean, now in 99, did you have a three shot lead? 
going to the last hole, and I and I and I'm just I'm I'm looking at my phone, and I'm thinking, oh no, he's not he's not really going to do this, and he proceeds to just grill him. You know, now when your ball was in the water, did it like did it move? Was there something about that? Did the photographer? And I, I, I was about the fourth question. I was close to turning around and saying, you know. There's a documentary. There's a book. There are it, about 14 articles. Shut up. Right. <laughs> but he's such a nice guy that he went along with the whole thing. But he I know it's the guy. I mean, it's like grilling, you know, Jackie Kennedy on, on the flight back oh, to, you know, I mean, it brutal, was just, it brutal, was like, brutal. what are you doing? This, you, you just don't do this. So anyway, Lord uh, have mercy. but I, I, I have even more admiration for Jean Vandeveld than ever before. And when we got off the van, I just had some small talk with him and it turns out he spends a lot of time here in LA and uh plays a lot of golf here and um oh you uh, got to play with him then yeah yeah I I, I hope I uh, run into him somewhere he spends time in Beverly Hills though that's a that's a different zip code for me oh, we'll, we'll work we'll work on that I yeah, think yeah. that's the that grace note feels like the right time for us to take a quick break yeah so hey house I have a, a little message now as much as I love callawaygolf.com and customizing clubs I I I've learned from a friend of mine recently who's gone through three sets of irons he finally went and got fit instead of just buying them uh walking in the shop and buying them uh please people go get fit rogue irons by callaway the number one iron in golf uh go to your local shop there are a couple different options with the rogue you know you've got your pros you've got your pro black you've got the x you've got the i've iron got the high- x yeah, you do have the X. And do you have a little hybrid combo? That's another thing. That's another reason to go see your local shop, get fit, hit the clubs, look down at them, because they all have different vibes to the way they, they sit on the ground, the top lines. Don't be like my friend and 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 spend too much money just 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 buying the thing off the shelf. It, it doesn't cost a lot of money at this point to get fit people. Go to your local fitter. Check out the Rogues. Check out everything by Callaway Irons. It's they're the number one iron in golf. Well, I think that's that's uh, all uh, I have to say. That that's outstanding <laughs> advice. And you know, these days they will roll the price of whatever price they might charge you for the fitting if you buy the clubs from them. A of lot course, of, a lot of, of, a lot of vendors will go ahead and and roll that in. Speaking of rolling things in, Shaq. Mm. We're Let me rolling. tell you about our, our good pals at, at Helix Sleep. There's nobody on the planet like you, so why would you buy a mattress built for everyone else? Working with the world's leading sleep experts, Helix Sleep has developed a mattress that is customized to your specific height, weight, and sleep preferences so you can have the best sleep of your life at an unbeatable price. Here's how it works. Go to helixsleep.com, fill out their two-minute sleep quiz. That's great. They're they're customizing, and it only takes two minutes of your time. They're going to design that custom mattress, and they can customize each side for you and a partner. In 2018, Helix Sleep has taken customized sleep to the next level with the Helix Pillow. These all-new pillows are fully adjustable so you can achieve perfect comfort regardless of how you like to sleep, your position or your body type. Helix Sleep has thousands of five-star reviews, and you get 100 nights to try them out. Go to helixsleep.com slash shackhouse right now, and you'll get up to $125 toward your mattress order. That's a big, big savings because Helix Sleep... Mattresses are very affordable. That's helixsleep.com slash shackhouse for up to $125 towards your order. Helixsleep.com slash S-H-A-C-K-H-O-U-S-E. Shackhouse. All right, Shaq. Yeah, so what do we we got a lot going on on the business side of golf? A lot of lot of deals being made. We've got uh Ryder Cup. We've got our last PGA championship in August. What uh what's what's exciting you most? We need to talk about the Ryder Cup. We need mm. to give out uh, to some folks some thoughts on who's going to perform well at Firestone. Some, And then I want to do a little bit of early prognostication. I have a little trend mm. I want to share with you and get some thoughts, an early well, forecasting on the, for PGA, the PGA Championship. Tell yeah, me now. I want to hear it. Oh, okay. Well, let's just go right there. Uh, there has been this curious thing that I've observed uh, over the previous three major winners in 2018, 
Okay. And it consists of this composition. There are two factors. And I mentioned this on, on the Bill Simmons podcast yesterday because I'm always looking for trends. I need my angle, Shaq. And I'm happy to share this with all of our listeners. Maybe there's somebody not on my list that I'm forgetting uh, in terms of the contenders for the PGA if this trend holds to form. There have been two attributes that each of the previous major winners this season have possessed. Do you know what they are, Jeff Shackelford? I do not. One is... They all wear Nike clothing. Okay. Each of the major winners thus far, and I, I will say, uh, in the case of Patrick Reed and Frankie Molinari, they wear the kind of Nike clothing that I that 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 appeals to me, like shirts with collars and you know, uh, pants that go all the way down to the to the shoes and that kind of thing. <laughs> Kepka yeah. can wear whatever he wants because he's a beast, and I would never say right. anything bad about Brooks Kepka because uh, I don't ever want right. to accidentally bump into right. him. You don't want to be on his bad side. No, never, never, never. I love him too. I I picked him for for the Open Championship. I gave him out well, as a pick should, for the Open. He should be a good pick for Bell Reef too. Yeah, well, he 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 fits the he fits this this he credential fits since he already he fits... won one. Here's the other thing about okay. each of this year's major winners. All of them have, in some way, shape, or form, a mixed bag. Now, a lot of them uh, play. You guys have have you well, know because they're all Nike guys, and they were forced into it. But go on. Well, no, I mean some <laughs> of them. You know, Patrick Reed was had a previous uh, sponsor. Um, but the 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 for each of those guys, they they have. In, in the case of like Frankie Molinari, he had a single manufacturer for his woods and his irons um, and, and possibly his wedges as well, but different putter, different ball. Kepka had a true uh, mixed bag between um, irons, woods, and and uh, putter and ball. And the same is true of, of okay. uh, Patrick Reed had real diversity inside of his bag. Um, oh. There are only a couple guys that that right now. Uh, uh, I know where this my is head. going. <laughs> well, there are only there are only there are only three guys now. A couple guys I, I was prepared to 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 tout for for uh, the PGA, but uh, both Rory McIlroy and Jason Day. Right. Yeah. Now they're are, out on your. They're out because they're yeah. they're Nike guys, but they play uh, from from you know top of the bag all the way to the ball. The same manufacturer. Here are three names for you that that uh, um, have a little bit of, of a mix. One of my my pick. So go okay. ahead. All I'm right. happy. Well, I'm excited. Tommy Fleetwood uh, has you know uh, um, a little bit of diversity in his set uh, setup. Tony Finau, There's who's available. Wow, That's he's available at great odds right now. 50. Yeah, 50 uh, to one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And of course. We're not leaving out the Tiger. Tiger Woods has a little bit of diversity. Still putts with a with an off brand putter. No, he, uh, he switched to TaylorMade. Well, I I I I saw that. You know, it depends. I think on on what comes in and out, right? I mean, the Cameron was in this year. That's all. It was I, earlier this year, but he's he's all uh, he's all TaylorMade now. Well, th- except for the ball. Except for the ball. Okay. So does that Whew. does that fit your mixed? Yeah, yeah, it <laughs> That's does. Enough. It does. <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah. I mean, any, any diversity among the setup. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's yeah. diversity. But wait a second. Now let's think about this. Oh, anyway, yeah. Well, it's just a trend. I don't have anything okay. to make of it. It's just it's just what happened. Well, I mean, who am I? I don't know. All I am is a yeah. guy looking for an angle. Okay. No, I like the angle. I mean, I love it. It sets up for Fina, who I, I just feel like is playing so well. And when you look at the golf courses the next couple of weeks, it just seems like his power will be very handy at both. I don't know. For some reason, I'm I'm less bullish on Tiger at Bell Reeve than I am at Firestone, probably because of his Firestone track record. And yeah, eight um, wins will have that effect. I think. I'm yeah, that'll do it. And and only out of the top ten three times. And I I just um, I'm having a hard time seeing him getting excited about Bell Reeve, especially after. Carnusti, same thing with Jordan Spieth. You know, Carnusti just for those kinds of players who love the the sort of chess game kind of golf that that it presented. Uh, Bell Reef's just going to be a, a very different kind of exam, and I don't know how much it's going to excite them. But you know, I'm there's a major on the line. Say that, yeah, it's a major. It's 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 yeah, Jordan Spieth. Well, you know, closing out the. Uh, oh, yeah, but he's right. it's he's openly the, said it. It's it's going to be slam. the. It's going to be a very hard one for him to win the PGA anywhere, especially in the August, thankfully, last date where it's 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 hot and it's a bomb fest and it's uh, it's 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 really kind of biased towards probably towards distance and maybe not. Maybe that we'll we'll get there next week and um and well, things I am will, curious. But well, the greens are, are drawing... also, I also the greens are uh, they've been really struggling with the greens at Bell Reef. So okay. two people who 
Uh, and that's why I kind of singled out Jordan and Tiger. They're two people who feed off of uh, their putting a little bit. And I, I'm having a hard time envisioning them getting excited if the greens are not good. But uh, they've been closed. I don't know. Maybe they've been able to resuscitate them uh, with not having any play on them. We'll, we'll, we'll find out. I'll be there on Monday evening, so I'll be able to get a good firsthand uh, look to see how that'll that'll play. But Well, it is curious to me that you're uh, making this distinction with Tiger. Because what is required of good performance at um, uh, Firestone, it, you have to get the ball off the tee in a way. Now, you don't have to hit every fairway in regulation. You have to hit greens in regulation. But that means that you have to have a reasonable accuracy off the tee. And over the course of this season, Tiger with driver in his hands has not been a very successful club. It's why you know the performance at the players – and the performance here at the Open Championship, those were the two where it's a Saturday or Sunday and you're starting to think something might happen with, with Tiger. Um, I'm I'm nervous about seeing him with the, with the no, driver in his hand. No, not at all. I totally disagree. And here's why. I'm glad. The, I'm glad to I, hear yeah, it. The, the thing that I did not get enough play on his performance in the Open was his driving. You know, we've come out of so many of these events where it's been – um, the sense that he could hit it anywhere, and I, he just was had it under complete control. And the thing that was m- most interesting to me uh, was the rhythm with the driver. Um, and if you look at that last day with the wind blowing, there were a couple times where I think he would have not been comfortable, and you would have seen a swing that was just not uh, really the the old uh, rhythm. And he just, I, I, a lot of them I saw from a distance. So I was watching from 100 yards away. And and I was telling Brandel Shambly this uh, the, the week after that the most fascinating thing to me watching it, um, because it is different in person. There's something about television that changes it. Is it almost looked like he wasn't accelerating on the downswing. The rhythm was so smooth that that there was not that kind of uh, build up and then just absolutely unleash except on like one or two tee shots. Everything was under control. It was a beautiful tempo, and I, I, I just think the driving is uh, uh, totally different than it was at the beginning of the year. So that, to me, is why he's he's going to be successful. And he may be successful at Bell Reeve. Uh, he may he may find that he he likes it, um, but I'm I'm less bullish on that, obviously, than than Firestone. Okay. Well, you yeah. mentioned his drive on six, and he definitely hit driver on six, and it was possibly the best drive of the day. Yeah, uh, at least so of the cool. you know anybody in in contention on the, the in the top twenty there because um, he annihilated it and it was a perfect position and then he hit three wood right up to the front of the green. So yeah, for for a hole that was playing and the guys in commentary wise were were like very skeptical of anybody reaching that green in two and he was right there at the oh. front of the green in two. It was like woo woo woo. Yeah, that, that you know, set off the alarm. Brandel Shambly had that number. That second shot, he wanted to know more about the second shot. I said, what was funny was out there, the, the ovation was really light. And so we couldn't see from our spot over on the side where it ended up. And I figured, well, by the light ovation, he must have left it where he has a really tough wedge shot. Well, it turned out it was a perfect shot. And he, he I think he had the number at 298 uh, for that shot. And he said that was that was the most impressive shot that, that he thinks Tiger has hit in a long, long time that, that, that shot was, was just off the charts, crazy good that, that how many other people could have done that 298 into the wind and got it within spitting distance of the green was just uh, astounding. So, um, Let's talk about two other players, I think, who are really interesting to uh, studies over the next couple of weeks. Um, uh, they both have something in common. Uh, they can get a little little hot under the collar. Uh, and both of them, I think, are uh, really going to be interesting in the context of, well, golf going forward uh, for the next few years, but also the Ryder Cup. And that's John Rahm and Bryson DeChambeau. Um, you know, John Rahm is on the Ryder Cup team right now for Europe, but like Sergio uh, and Henrik, he he creates a different kind of headache for Captain Bjorn with the way he's playing. So he's he's an, and I only really want to bring him up that this is somebody who we need to see in the next couple of weeks showing um, some signs of life too, and also some signs of having settled down. I mean, he is just so tightly wound out there on the course right now. Well, this um, is the thing. I you know I tried to take a contrarian position on the Open Championship, and I inserted him into some lineups, and I gave him out as, a, as somebody that uh, that was uh, could be interesting, and he handled Thursday beautifully, 
But everybody, you included, expressed great skepticism because he just has not shown any resiliency. He cannot redirect himself. He no. can't, you know, control the emotion as soon as he uh, encounters any sort of genuine adversity. And I don't know why it is. It's, it, this is only true so far in my observation in the majors because he has encountered adversity in the events that he's won on the European tour uh, and, and in the U.S. tour. Now, he does have this uh, inclination, it seems. He loves a birdie fest, and he goes out and kicks ass in the birdie fests. But, you know, the the was it the Irish Open that he won? That wasn't, you know, an, an all-out no, uh, assault no, no. On, on the course. And he definitely, you know, encountered double bogey along the oh. way there and then bounced back and closed it out. And I, he had a really good uh, finishing round at the Scottish um, that I thought was really going to propel him. But for whatever reason, in these majors, he he encounters, you know, a little bit of adversity and he just takes himself right out of it. He hits the eject button so quickly. Well, and uh, he could play any golf course if, he, if he's if his mind is set to it. And that's the, that's the thing. So it's just really all about his attitude. Um, I think he's <laughs> he better make the team on points because I don't know uh, how many guys really want to play with him. You know, he was paired with Roy McElroy uh, for a little Monday game at Carnoustie. And I think that uh, the European side is trying to find a good fit for him on that team. And they may be struggling a little bit. It seems like, uh, it, you know, and if you can't play with Rory, uh, there's a real problem because he, he gets along with everyone uh, and, and can, can find the positive in, <laughs> in somebody uh, pretty easily. So that's one to keep an eye on. So now, House, did you, this is such a petty little golf uh, world kind of thing, but did you track any of this on the U.S. side, Bryson DeChambeau saga? Uh, well, at the uh, event last week in I, Germany. I took note of the <laughs> fact that Bryson and Patrick Reed were both playing and that Patrick had a little tete-a-tete with a photographer who was jingling change. Yeah. And both Patrick and Bryson were at the top of the leaderboard. So I, I uh, had the intention of watching a little bit um, Sunday morning. I didn't I didn't get around to it. But I saw the what happened with Bryson where he – uh, fell apart, and I watched the video of it yesterday. Over the final four holes, had the lead. The tournament was his to to win, uh, and he he uh, shot four over over the last uh, four or five holes, and then was very short with the the congratulation to the eventual winner, uh, Richard McAvoy. Is that his name? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I and I know a lot of people took notice of of uh, what <laughs> oh, appeared yeah. to be a uh, you know a missed opportunity to show a little class and a little grace. I yeah. So I took the opposite side uh, because I watched it. I saw a lot of the the social media bickering and acting like it was one of the great snubs of all time. And so I had not seen it live. It was on very early in the morning here, and I was kind of more focused on the senior open at the old course because it was to me really way more interesting. But uh, but it was a fascinating finish, and and it was such a uh, to me just not a big deal, and and. Um, it was blown out of proportion. He made triple on the last hole. He was running hot already all week. He probably needs to get back to the U.S. and have a couple of cheeseburgers um, and get some home cooking and, and some sleep. Um, but he really wanted to win, and he's passionate about what he does, and he is rough around the edges sometimes. But he's also incredibly gracious and classy. Uh, you know, there's just kind of a uh, – there's two sides there. But – what what I couldn't believe was that the discussion then shifted to now he ma- he took his hat off he made eye contact with a guy and shook his hand it just was very quick it was not great but it was not the end of the world it did not deserve the Zupruder film uh, breakdown that it got what I couldn't believe though was that it started to become this well I don't know if we can have Jim Furyk can have this on the Ryder Cup team and it's like well I- okay first of all. It'd be good to have somebody that's a little bit of a, a rogue on this team. We already have Patrick Reed in a way, uh, in that sense. Uh, and I and then I poked around. None of the none of the British press, which is they love to seize on the ugly American story. None of them were writing this. A couple of players pointed it out. Uh, Mac. Uh, uh, in fact, today, if you if you go on the Twitter. Um, the, 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 the gentleman who won, who was supposedly snubbed, uh, came out and just said, I, I just didn't even notice it at the time. I was just so happy. I just made a winning putt. I won the tournament. He was enjoyable to play with. He's a great talent. And, uh, 
uh, move along. So I think it's fascinating, though, that suddenly there's this, and you know how these little narratives build in Golf House. Uh, that I mean, tennis, if you watch tennis, there are rude handshakes on a daily basis, either between players or players and referees. I mean, daily. Yeah, uh, but that's not awful. the expectation. There's a different uh, expectation yeah, in golf. It's There's a, a gentleman's standard, game. and people want, you know, to, to, to as much for the, especially with these Ryder Cup, with these national teams, you know what people want. They want, you know, uh, to believe in the guys that they're all, all our boys are classy boys, that they're uh, the yeah, best I boys. Know. And we can uh, indulge a rogue in the form of Patrick Reed because his, his play <laughs> takes care of it. He goes out and burns everybody down in this event. Um, so I, and, and if you're looking for a reason to leave a guy off, and that's where we're going to end up, because if you look at this list, yeah. well, that's we really issue. have, you know, 15 guys, like one of Matt Kuchar or Xander Shoffley or Kevin Kisner or Tony Finau or Webb Simpson, a bunch, you know, there's only room for like one or two of those guys. So yeah. four of those guys are going to stay home and, a, and they've been playing very well. Oh, I mean, I know. you know, you'd love to have Kisner on this team because I, of what I he's would. shown in a team capacity. Uh, uh, but we're going to have Phil and Tiger on, which means, you know, somebody out of now I'm okay with Webb. I, I, I'll never really? forgive Webb okay. Simpson getting inserted, inserted onto the, the team um, ahead of yeah. Chris Kirk a handful of years ago. I thought that was an injustice, and yeah, Webb Simpson bad. begged to be on there and then shit the bed. And I, you know, that's enough. Uh, <laughs> oh, we just shanked I, a couple shots. <laughs> you quibble. It was, it was only the. It was just the Ryder Cup for Christ's yeah. sakes. Yeah, I believe, uh, and I don't think he would be the the first choice. Although, kind of the way he played at the players and that kind of golf might work at this this venue in France. But as you say, Kevin Kisner's the one that I think after the Open Championship. Uh, has to be the player that gets picked by Jim Furyk just because when you look at the venue and you look at the way he's playing and the, and what he showed in the President's Cup with his, with his pairing with Phil and how much he loves match play and he's just showing himself to be a guy who can play a lot of different kinds of courses and will adapt, um, it's going to be very hard to leave him off. And that is going to make it – I mean, Bryson, I think, is going to have to make it on points, but I just hope he's not eliminated over this silliness. I, I, I think it's absurd. I understand your view. Um, he will be eliminated because of this. This will be one of the factors in the silliness. I'm just telling you. You know how it works. This I is know. A, I mean, you know, uh, Webb Simpson made the team because he called Tom Watson and, and begged him to be on the team. This is just how it works, buddy. Well, the other thing um, that's tricky, too, is Ty if Tiger's playing, Tiger won't be overseeing a pod. Or maybe he'll have his – maybe will he still have his pod and play? I don't know. But Bryson would have been in, in the, the Woods pod because they're – they're buddies, and I think Tiger's entertained by all of his uh, lunacy. Well, think about that pod. That's the Patrick Reed, Bryson DeChambeau, Tiger. I mean, who, who else would go in that pod? Who would be the fourth? I mean, that's uh, a hot pod. Talk buddy. about you know, uh, affirming Tiger's sainthood status when he he takes all the rogues. <laughs> it's, yeah, uh, yeah. Wow. He's probably sitting there th uh, a couple times going, yeah, can't I just have Justin or somebody? I'd put the, uh, uh, the X-Man in there. Put Xander in there. Yeah, well, so it's going to be a lot of fun watching this play out. It's a great time for, for U.S. golf. It's a wealth of riches, whereas I think, despite Monty's proclamation, this is the greatest European Ryder Cup team ever. Oh um, they've on, got a Monty. lot, a lot of issues. But as we also know, the Ryder Cup is still a ways away. It's, it's bizarre. It's still a ways away, and a lot can change. But it also is kind of sneaking up us, on us because we've got this little uh, race within the race heading into the PGA Championship. So two it's a weeks, fun time. Two weeks where, all, where, where these guys right on the edge can make a, a jump in or a, a jump out. I, I, uh, I think we've covered all, all, all the bases. I, I do believe so. Well, it's going to be a fun uh, couple days at Firestone. Uh, do we, Tiger's going to be playing with Jason Day. I don't know what the timing is, but, you know, limited field. So a good portion of his golf should be on uh, Golf Channel the first two days, or uh, uh, if not, on PGA Tour Live. And, uh, and then, of course, the weekend on CBS and Golf Channel pre-coverage. It's a WGC, so they're on way too many hours. Uh, but, hey, you know, when when Tiger's there and if he's in contention, uh, people want to see it. So, thankfully, uh, all those hardworking people will be there. Uh, yeah, sweating I know I want to see it. I'll be watching. Absolutely. Um, all right, well, one last word, Ti uh, Tiger. I've called you Tiger. You can call me Tiger. That's Holy fine. Cow. How am I doing? Please. House. Have you been to your local shop yet to see the uh, Odyssey Red Ball? I, I, I have not yet. I've, I'm, I'm oh, just I have. lusting after it on online. That's the best I can do. 
Oh, I have. It's very cool. Uh, but you can go check out. There's a great video online. Our friends at Callaway have made the Odyssey Red Ball. I think it's going to be a very popular practice putter for a lot of tour players. But uh, it, it allows you to kind of easily and consistently get the uh, the right setup, proper line every time you're over the ball. It's kind of got a little Al Cervic kind of, uh, you know, like lock it in kind of thing. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, without the... Uh, Without the telescope, uh, uh, so it's just very cool, and it's of course got the white hot face, and it's uh, it's it's now in stores as of July twentieth. So go check it out. Oh, that's awesome! Uh, I'm, I I need some help with my three footers. Don't we all? Don't we all? Well, we have a whole a, a whole bunch of guys coming up here uh, in Firestone, and the the Ryder Cup is on the line. House, uh, and then you mentioned uh, you talked a little golf on the uh, Bill Simmons pod. What's that all about? I had to invite myself on there. We've been dying. We've been sending notes about this show on HBO Succession. Have you seen Succe- Succession, Jeff? Yeah, yeah, I gave yeah. up on it. Sorry. Well, oh yeah. well, you need to. You need. You gave up at whatever They're point all, you gave up how, on who it. Who likes any of those people? They're just right. not likable people. Yes, correct. There you uh, go. You're getting it. Wait till you see. Wait, wait, what episode did you give up? Uh, number two. I don't. Oh, I don't, don't want to get to. Jeff I don't want to get to know the Murdoch family. There we in, go, buddy. In fictional Here we, form. This is I really it. don't. Now, you, you. This isn't a mistake. Every, every one of us who are now head over heels for Succession had the exact same experience through the first three episodes. Like, eh, mm, I don't know. These yeah, are all unlikable people. I don't all know what right. the point is, but guess what, Jeff? They are setting the table. All Wait right. till you get to episode. Hang in there. Get through I'll three, fine, four, fine, and fine. five, and then things go haywire. You got to do it. <laughs> I'm telling you. All and right. you and I will get convened right here on the Shekhar's part of the Ringer Podcast Network and extol the virtues of succession. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.